voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, call and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of Well, it's back. That's all I can tell you. The the theme is back this week. You know it's going to be a good week when I push all the buttons right. It's kind of a rare thing. But hello, I'm Bill Sparks, and here we are with All Things Radio 602, and this is October 14th, 2021. Take it away, Jeff. Well, thank you very much. I'll tell you, my arm's a little bit sore. I got my third shot. And it wasn't a shot of... Oh, actually, I actually did have a gin and tonic today. I shouldn't say that, because after I got my vaccine, I met my daughter when we went out for lunch, and I had a gin and tonic with a uh, pastrami sandwich on rye, macaroni salad, and chips. But you really don't care about that. You really nice going, Jeff. Oh, you I'm do? hungry. I do, actually. No, and, I, and, I care about that pastrami sandwich. And the and pastrami, man, and Bernie, the pastrami was great with the hot mustard. Uh, oh, yeah. And, and it was great. Hot Hot mustard on it and potato chips and the and as, the gin. As, and the, ben, as Mr. Kitzel said, did you have the pickle in the middle and the mustard on top, or the mustard yeah, in the middle like and that. the pickle on top? Yeah. Something like that. It was quite good. And the, and the gin and tonic. Well, I ordered the double, and uh, they always forget that uh, to put a, they put more more gin and tonic in sometimes. But it's and I know the people who work there, so I've known them for years, and it was very good. So that's all I can say. But all let's right. talk about what's happening this week at All Things Radio Live. First of all, we'll start things off with our radio news, and for all the sports lounge listeners. You've got plenty of sports news at the beginning of this particular uh, radio newscast. We'll follow up with Jennifer Sparks' call and format changes. And then we're going to travel to Perry's neck of the woods. We're going to travel to Des Moines, Iowa. And we're going to hear WHO in Des Moines, Iowa, their morning show host, Lee Martin, on June 28th. I believe it's June 28th, 1988. And then we're going to, that, that's uh, the feature thing. And then what we're going to do is we're going to do a classic air check. And this is a kind of a theme we're going to be doing this week and next week. John Garabedian owns radio stations on the Cape, and he's selling all those radio stations. And I'm going to do two of the three radio stations. So we'll have an air check of him on WMEX from June 17, 1971. And then we'll follow it up finally with the, his, his soft adult contemporary radio station. And they've done so well. I mean, I have a recording of them from 2014, which we did on All Things Radio. And the radio station still sounds as good as it did back then. That's WKFY-FM. So all in all, we have a very busy program. And all I can say is I'll talk to Bill, and and Bill, you can take it. I know you want to talk about what's going on in Naples, Florida, because you were talking about it earlier. So go ahead. Oh, I'll just say real quickly, I turned on my radio the other day, and I thought, oh, what's going on? On the AM dial, no 1270. I'll go up and down the dial, and I can only get 770 from Fort Myers. And I'm thinking... What's wrong with my radio? Is it weak or what? But I know the radio has performed well in the past. So I took to the Internet and looked it up, and 1270 WNOG, 
turned in their license. Another strong AM signal and wow. some other Spanish stations went off. So does this bode the future of what's going on with um, AM radio? I, I just... Well, I guess you made the yeah. point, though, that the Cuban, there were Cuban stations. That right, were interfering Cuban interference is why they alleged, and there's just no money. I mean, all they were running well, was Fox the Sports. Cuban stations have been interfering with it for 60 years. Yeah, right. I, don't, I don't know if that's, all, that's the only reason, Chris, no, because, I, because I believe no, that if an AM station is going to survive now, and it's going to need an FM translator. And if they don't do that, they won't survive unless they're in a big city. They had an Fox FM Street. translator, yeah. Oh, they did. Yeah. Are you close enough, Bill? To you, I know you get Fort Myers. Do you get the Miami stations too? Um, not on FM. We can on AM. You like can. IOD, you should be able to get that. Oh yeah, yeah. IOD, yes, we can get those. The other fourteen ten is fourteen ten still around, or is, or is, or is they all gone? WMYR gone, as far as I can tell. Oh my gosh. They were a big station at one time. Yeah, gone. At yeah. one time. So, but that's what I'm saying. And it's, it's, it's just um, a miracle. And, when, and yet, uh, there was a study that just came out. I'll talk about it next week. If that Nielsen was saying that more people are listening to radio since the pandemic. Okay, but if they're listening to radio, what are they listening to it? Because I don't see a big difference in ratings. I don't see that when I look at the, the ratings. I don't see anything big going on. <laughs> What, I mean, they're Bernie. Listening. Well, they're not listening to AM. That, that, no, sure. that is for sure. AM. I can tell yeah. you that. That is for certain. They're listening. They're listening to streams. Yeah. No, that's not. No, that's not what Nielsen was talking about in the article, Sean. <laughs> they were talking about people listening to they're AM radio. Yeah, actually, not actually but radio. Not but the ratings streams. only give you the ratings give you percentages, not raw numbers, don't they? Well, the no, they, they give you, you numbers. Amount. No, if you look at the diaries and, and the people leader ratings in depth, and we don't get that because I don't pay for them, they will right. actually tell you how many listeners there are for quarter hours. They, it's not just a right. percentage. I can only do it because I know that the percentage is a share of the number of listeners for the, for, that, for the hour. But I can't tell you how many people are listening for each share because uh, right. if, they, if they gave that I out for the, free, then no one would buy the ratings. I mean, that's why they, that's right. why they sell them. The Radio Insight, when you see their rating, it does give Cume. Yeah. Right, Some that, of those stations that, just have a few thousand listeners, you know. If that. Or a few hundred, even. Yeah, few if thousand. that. And I'm going to tell you guys one more thing before we get started with Jeff's news. This happened the other day, and I was completely fooled. Um, on Sunday, the Colts broadcasting team was scheduled to fly to Baltimore on Southwest. They'd already sent their radio equipment, broadcast equipment, to Baltimore with the team. They're just not allowed to fly with the team under some protocol rules or whatever. But so the there was a lot of people that were canceled out last weekend by Southwest. So they had to quickly throw together and nobody knew this till they were talking about it on sports talk uh yesterday they actually did that game had to set it up he said it took them about an hour to put it together because they've learned so much and baltimore cooperated with sending them some sound effects and some other things they had to put together a virtual broadcast 
I did not know that. If I go back and listen, maybe, you know, I could pick it out. But I did not know. And maybe, I don't know, Bernie, did you listen on the radio at all? I did not. I did not listen. No. Well, you know, I'll tell you, I'm beginning to be able to tell now. When the Red Sox went to Tampa Bay, well, that, that's the den of din, as they call it, because they have all this artificial noise and foolishness that goes on down there. And you could sure tell because Joe and, and Will were fighting for the level. Or, you know, sometimes the crowd was too loud, which never happens in the studio. But I noticed it last night with the Rangers. They, uh, the New York Rangers, did not travel. Their crew did not travel to Washington. Now, Montreal went to Toronto, and, and other crews are going. But it's just a Ranger thing or, or a yeah, MSG thing, or I don't know what they're doing. But I could tell the difference so, big time. You know, once your, so when cold, your ear gets uh, tuned to it, once you get to hear it back again yeah. to the normal way, you really notice that it's a not difference, normal. right. You know what I'm were, the, were the Colts broadcasters here in Indianapolis? Yes. Probably they the were. Studio. Yeah, they were right in the MS studio. They were right, right there. Down, right downstairs from me. Right yeah, yeah, right, right down from you. And no. Al, I know you have your hand raised, but how about if we wait and we'll do the radio news and we'll get to you after the radio news, Al? We'll so, do that uh, now. Okay, we're going to get tired. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be okay. Yeah. yeah. Switch hands. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's do that award-winning news. We just can't hardly wait. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. You better get that vaccination, or you may be out of a job. We have lots of sports news to talk about. There's lots of news on the street, and we'll continue our look at the Nielsen September Personal People Meter ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and Cumulus makes news. It all happened at radio station WDRQ, Country 93.1, when morning co-host Roxanne Steele was terminated. Roxanne Steele had been working for the radio station since 2018. She came to radio station WDRQ-FM after working at radio station WYCDFM, also in Detroit, Michigan. Why was Roxanne Steele terminated? Because she refused to get a COVID-19 vaccination. Cumulus required that all Cumulus employees be vaccinated by September 27th in order to return to the office, and Roxanne Steele did not comply with these regulations imposed on the employees by Cumulus. In other news, let's take a look at what's happening in the world of sports radio. Angelo Cataldi has been working for radio station WIPAM since 1987 when they adopted the all-sports format, and he's been doing mornings for all these years. However, after all these years, Angela Cataldi has decided to retire. He made this announcement on his morning show. He will continue working mornings at radio station WIP through 2022. Not only will he continue working mornings in 2022, he'll work four days a week rather than five days a week, taking Wednesdays off. In Boston, Massachusetts, there's good news for Red Sox fans. The Boston Red Sox and Odyssey have come to an agreement to keep the Red Sox at radio station WEEI-FM and its sister stations because they've agreed on a multi-year contract extension to keep the Red Sox on those radio stations. Tunin and the National Hockey League have come to an agreement keeping the National Hockey League games on Tunin. The games will air for the 2021-2022 season and the Stanley Cup playoffs. However, the games will only be available through Tunin Premium. The National Hockey League has also inked out an agreement with Sports USA to become the league's exclusive radio partner for the 2024-2025 hockey season. And selected games will be broadcast on the network as well as the Stanley Cup playoffs. And TUDN, that's the syndicated sports arm for Univision, will be the exclusive home for Spanish broadcasts of Major League Baseball. 
Hall. And if you live in St. Louis, Missouri, and you're into sports betting, you're in luck. Radio station WGNU-AM and their FM translator is dropping its religious brokered format at Levy Broadcasting Gambling Sports Radio from the Vegas Stats Information Network. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. After a weekend of nature sounds, folks living in Burlington, Vermont, are gaining a new country radio station. The radio station is owned and operated by Vox AM-FM and its radio station WCPV-FM. They transmit on a frequency of 101.3 and they drop their sports format in favor of a country format. Mornings will be held down by the syndicated Bobby Bones show and the rest of the day will be held down by local Burlington radio personalities. The station is positioning themselves as everything country. This is one of four country radio stations in the market and I wonder how many country radio stations can the Burlington market really support. In other news, Ron, DeCastro has departed as market manager for MediaCo. MediaCo owns radio stations WBLS-FM in New York City as well as WQHT-FM in New York City. He came to this radio group after working for Town Square Media as general manager of radio station WKXW-FM with their hybrid talk classic hits format. Riverside, California, KGGI-FM is gaining a new midday personality. Her name is Letty B. She comes to this radio station, although she's still going to be working doing mornings at radio station WMIA-FM in Miami, Florida. What's happening at radio station WNIR-FM in Akron, Ohio? Angela Bellio, who has been doing mornings for the radio station since 2018, is suddenly gone, and the station is doing on-air auditions to replace her. We'll let you know more about this in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. Stay so long to yet another local morning show at radio station WMHX-FM in Madison, Wisconsin. The station has replaced Molly Cruz with the syndicated Jubal Show, which originates at radio station KBKS-FM in Seattle, Washington. Finally, what's happening in Reno? A third format change. This is on 94.9 via a translator of KRFN HC2. The station has dropped its country format as The Wolf, and they're now 94.9 The Party, and they're owned and operated by Sparks Communications. Now, let's continue our look at the Nielsen September Personal People Meter Ratings. In Washington, D.C., the number one-ranked radio station is WMMJ-FM with an urban and low contemporary format. The number two-ranked radio station is WTOP-FM with an all-news format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Washington, D.C. is WAMU-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk format. In Boston, Massachusetts, the number one-ranked radio station is WBZ-FM with its sports format. The number two-ranked radio station is WROR-FM with a classic its format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Boston, Massachusetts is WBZ-AM with a news talk format. In Miami, Florida, the number one-ranked radio station is WHQT-FM with an urban and local contemporary format. The number two-ranked radio station is WFEZ-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Miami, Florida is WLYF-FM, also programming an adult contemporary format. In Seattle, Washington, the number one-ranked radio station is KIRO-FM with a news talk format. The number two-ranked radio station is KZOK-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Seattle, Washington is KOMO-AM with an all-news format. In Detroit, Michigan, the number one-ranked radio station is WOMC-FM with a classic hits format. The number two-ranked radio station is WCSX-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Detroit, Michigan is WMXD-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. In Phoenix, Arizona, the number one-ranked radio station is KESZ-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two-ranked radio station is KYOT-FM with an adult hits format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Phoenix, Arizona is KUPD-FM with a rock format. In the Minneapolis-St. Paul, Minnesota market, the number one-ranked radio station is KQQL-FM with a classic hits format. The number two-ranked radio station is KSTP-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station is KNOW-FM that's the public broadcaster with a news talk format. In San Diego, California, the number one-ranked radio station is XHRM-FM with a rhythmic adult contemporary format. 
The number two-ranked radio station is KXSNFM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in San Diego, California is KPBS-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk format. In the Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida market, the number one-ranked radio station is WCIE-FM with a Christian CHR format. The number two-ranked radio station is WDUV-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in the Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida market is WRBQ-FM with a classic hits format. In Denver, Colorado, the number one-ranked radio station is KYGO-FM with a country format. The number two-ranked radio station is KOSI-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Denver, Colorado is KCFR-FM with a news talk format. In Baltimore, Maryland, the number one-ranked radio station is WWIN-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. The number two-ranked radio station is WLIF-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Baltimore, Maryland is WPOC. FM with the country format. Finally, in St. Louis, Missouri, the number one rank radio station is KSHE FM with a classic rock format. The number two rank radio station is WARH FM with an adult hits format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in St. Louis, Missouri is KLJY FM with a contemporary Christian format. Next week, we'll conclude our look at the Nielsen September Personal People Meter ratings. According to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one, and I've never heard of this company until recently, is Upside Services, creator of the Upside Cash app, followed by DuckDuckGo, Indeed, Babel, and State Farm Insurance. Finally, congratulations go out to Bob Oaks and Patty Jackson. Bob Oaks has been working at WBURFM, owned and operated by Boston University for many, many years. He has been the host of Morning Edition on WBURFM since 1992. However, this past week, Bob Oaks announced to his audience that he is retiring as full-time host of WBUR's Morning Edition. However, Bob Oaks is not leaving the radio station. He's going to be doing work for the radio station, work that he truly enjoys, and that is field reporting for WBUR-FM. In the case of Patty Jackson, Patty Jackson has been a host at radio station WDAS-FM for more than 40 years, and the street that she grew up on, 2300 block of Ellsworth Street, has been named Patty Jackson Way. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff, that's J-E-F-F, Jeff, at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595, and hit Option two for the podcast team. For all things radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. That's a lot of news, Jeff, in a yeah. short period. That, that's a that's an extreme change for if, if radio stations have a soul. There's a station uh, in some people's minds going to hell because it's going from religion to sports gambling. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's that hilarious. Kind of yeah. 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 Al, can that. you unmute yourself? I, I don't. I made you wait there. But go ahead, Al. In uh, Palmer Heights, Ohio. Okay, I'm unmuted, I think. You're yes, you right. there, Al. Go ahead. A couple things. The reason I called is uh, let everybody know that the former uh, Indian broadcaster Ray Fossey passed away at the age of 74. Yes. Uh, well, I don't think he ever did the Indians, did he? Oh, no. He uh, he got traded in 19... I forget yeah, what he was traded for Dave Duncan. That's right. Then, then he stayed in Oakland and became a broadcaster yeah. since 1986. 86. Yeah, that's right, because we got the info. You know, of course, we'll have it on Sports Sounds Live, and we're going to try to get a couple of actuality, you know, some uh, audio on him. Yeah, we've and got some all-star game. Do. But, but the, the thing is that he, um, you know, he I don't think he ever broadcast for the Indians, but he uh, oh, no. certainly played for them, and that really changed his career, that injury in the all-star game that really knocked him down. And second of all, before I go uh, to let everybody know, that you can get hockey games if you know the flagship station. Yes. Of the that carries the hockey. A lot of Canadian stations I pick up, 
Yep. Uh, the only one that doesn't carry is Las Vegas. Everybody else carries them off their uh, the I'm not sure about Columbus either. I've got to find out because yeah, they've they been reticent in the past. They got them because I get W, uh, whatever station, BNS. They get them, yeah. Okay, all right. That's WBNS. BNS, yeah. Well, the other night. Yeah. From, uh, Union From a town. union town. That's right. right you can, yeah. There's a lot of hockey you can pick up. But the NBA. All right. Well, the NBA you. is more locked down. They don't do it. Some of them no. do, but it's a lot more rare. It's a lot more like baseball. And and, and who knows what's going to happen because if the union if they're doing it as a premium service, they may pressure the other stations not to uh, broadcast on the on their streams because TuneIn certainly wants to make money on this. So yeah, but the NHL not, they're not going to get anywhere because when uh, you know you tune in like late to the party and they've been doing it for years and I don't think the stations are going to back down on that well I'm just saying that that's what they might try to do I didn't say they will do yeah. it, but they no, might I don't try think to they'll get anywhere that and reminds me to get it, oh yeah I'm just going to make a quick comment I listened to this Sports USA I was messing around with my HD radio the other night and I actually listened they do a good coverage and I listened to the Las Vegas Golden Knights and the Seattle Kraken, their first game, and it oh. turned out to be four to three. And that was a. I'm learning some hockey. Can you believe it? Good. Um, by the way, you own a station in Nevada called "That's the Party," huh, Bill? I do, I do. I own, I own that just <laughs> so I can, so I can pay your salary. Yeah. No, this is Nevada, that, right near that, Las Vegas. So that, that upside app, that upside cash app. It's something that has to do with when you fill up with gas at the gas station, you link your application with the, with uh, whatever card you use. You get some sort of points on this thing, and you get rewards for doing it, and you can uh, use those rewards to do things with oh, it. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I, 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 I did hear, I did I hear an answer to that. I link with certain stations, and you... You know, uh, it, just, it sounds like a racket to me. It doesn't. The only one making money is the upside cash people. That's the only ones yeah. that are making money on yeah. this thing. I don't. I don't know. It just. It just seems a little fishy. But the Lioness was running commercial sport, and so was WCBS. I don't I think know. Was, what was that station in Washington that was number one? It wasn't WHUR like it usually is. No, WTOP was number one, and number two. Uh, no, no, it was an urban contemporary, but it was different call letters. Oh, it WMMJ. Uh, I'm sorry, WMMJ. Yeah, one, two, three. Usually it's WHUR in there. That it's not what the one that's again, again, it depends where the samples are, and then and I'm noticing different changes. Like WBZ AM was number three this time. And, yep. and and WBZ, the, the, uh, when our ratings, when we did Boston, the sports hub, WBZ yep. FM, that's the first well, time I've seen them as number one. I've never seen them as number yeah, one when I've done they've it They've come close. They've come close. The thing is, it was all Brady, 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 and then Red Sox, Red Sox, Red Sox. So this, if you're ever going to be number one. But it was a good week for Beasley because they had one and two because ROR is Beasley as well. And then, of course, uh, uh, BZ is AM is iHeart. So. It, it, is, it is interesting to see that iHeart has kept WBZ. Everyone thought when they bought WBZ that they were going to drop the old news format and make everything syndicated, and they haven't done that. So uh, nope, no. Nope. I just wish they'd tell them to somebody who knew how to do it better, but uh, that hasn't happened yet. Well, unfortunately, uh, I, I, I'm just wondering about the future of this stuff because even 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 WINS, even WCBS, even KNX, KYW, and all the stations, they're doing it, but boy, they're having a problem because they they. When they when they run out of talent because if uh, people retire and people leave the people leave the industry when they retire, it's, it, they're, they're finding I think they're going to find it a little bit hard to find good people to replace these people with. But that's just yeah, my I opinion. So. so we'll see what happens. So I don't know. 
And with the continuing contraction of radio companies, the well, and the, stuff, and the other part of the problem is, you know, I went to college. No one wanted to be in radio. Even back when I when I graduated, everyone wanted to be TV star. Everyone wanted to go that's on right. television, not radio. So uh, that's right. Yeah. You know, and it's, and it's a sad day when 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 college radio stations go off the air, or they or they just go off the air, or they sell. The Dartmouth. What's the one in New Hampshire? Um, is it Dartmouth? Just Dartmouth. Sold that one. They just sold that station. I'll talk about that next week. They sold that radio station to a commercial firm because it was on the commercial part of the band. So I mean, it it, it says something about college radio. Yes, uh, and we have. Oh we yeah. Well, we can't. We go ahead, Bernie. Usually, the number the number one station here used to be college station. It's now on. Well, it's not on my college anymore, but it's WJJK, and it used to be. <laughs> yes, that's true. To be AJC, yeah. Thank, the, thank God, yeah. and thank God we have college stations like WKCR with lots of jazz and, and stuff like that on it, and yep. and, and you got stations. And well, I mean, Philadelphia Temple University has a good station if you listen to that station. WHRB here, HRB, yeah, and then they got WERS, the one at Emerson. It was yep. Emerson College, WERS. They do Emerson, a lot of yeah. they yep. do a lot of a lot of things. I mean, but eventually you and and and, and if students want to get into radio and. Like Emerson isn't a, isn't a communications school, really per se, and WKCR Columbia University is not communications, but they have a no. Emerson is either, it's communications and drama. It's a lot of art at Emerson. That's really what it's known for. Both communications and drama are big there. So we'll see what happens in the if, if we're around doing this thing in the next few years. We'll see how many college stations still stay on the air. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Jeff, we've stuff. got you under a lifetime contract. Yeah. I uh, I'll be doing the show from the nursing home, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I will set you up. I do have a question for Bernie. I got a name that I want to pull out of the hat and get a we sc- go, Bernie. scouting report okay, here, right. Bernie. This guy, he's been doing, um, well, he's he's done some fill-in hosting in the morning, and he's been on with Kevin Bowen, but Jake Query seems to just come in and take over and just seems to, yeah. I mean, the, the rest of those guys are just, I mean, Jake can carry that show. Uh, what's, he used to work on Emmis. What's a scouting he did. report on Jake? Is, do you, could you see Jake? I don't, can't see him being a co-host. Maybe he'll do his own show, but I, what are you? Th- yeah, he, he worked, uh, at, at one time he actually did morning with WIBC. That's true, for a year. And and did not did not do well there. Um, he did not do sports, so that may have been part of it. But he did not do well. He he, he did not get along well with his uh, a morning show cohorts, and, and so uh, he he had to go. Well, and that may be here too. But then again, he may be like a cat and come back with more lives. I don't know. Well, if it's sports, that may be his you know his thing. His thing. So that could be the reason, you know. But we'll see. But it it just seems to me that he just dominates. That I mean, you can just tell. You know, it doesn't take a whole lot. It's not when he's on there. It's not Colts ninety nine point ninety nine percent of the time. He he can spread it out and talk about yeah, other sports. And more national, and probably the way it should be. All right, that's enough of my. You know, I've never, I've never even met him. I've You've never, never met, met Jake. In the same building with him, but I never met him. 
And you know what, Bernie? You're going to find, hey, as, the, as the years go by, you're going to find more people that are in and out of the door at your station that you, yeah. that you still don't know, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Are you kidding? Because now that I'm working part-time, there are people who have already come and gone. Oh, sure. I've, I've, me working at home, I'm having the same thing all the time. Who is that? I have no idea. Who is that? Oh, oh he's my manager? Oh. Don't worry. Bernie, just make yeah, sure the yeah, just right. make sure that the paychecks go into my bank account. No, they, just make sure the paychecks go into your bank. football games a floor away from Bernie. He doesn't even know about it. Right, he no, doesn't even that. know about it. I don't <laughs> know what he's going to do with the Pacers. In fact, I went in I went in today in voice track, uh, and that's why I was almost late for the show, because I had to go out and eat something for dinner. But uh, I made it just in time. You did, yeah. Bernie. All right. Just All right, like well, a real trooper. Just time for Jennifer's call in format changes. Okay. Certainly. Oh. Hey, stay tuned next week. Jennifer should have a new microphone. She's moving to a new studio. So wow. we'll see. She All said, right. Bill, I'm just I'm just tired of it. You I'll have my own fine. studio. Yeah. I don't blame her, but here she comes. Hello everyone, I'm Jennifer Sparks and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of October 14th. KUUB FM 94.5 Sun Valley, Nevada changes calls to KTHX FM. KTHX FM 100.1 Dayton, Nevada changes calls to KWEE FM. WVNV FM. 96.5 Malone, New York changes calls to WMWA FM WYUL FM 94.7 Chitogi, New York changes calls to WQLR FM KVNI AM 1080 Cordoline, Idaho changes format from adult contemporary to classic hits WHH WAM 1130 Hilton Head Island, South Carolina changes format from oldies to Spanish. KIML AM 1270 Gillette, Wyoming changes slogan from talk radio to news radio 1270 AM 107.5 FM. KMTY FM 97.7 Gibbon, Nebraska changes slogan from Big Country 97.7 to Thunder 97.7 99.7 KWHW FM 93.5 Altus, Oklahoma changes calls to KPRO FM and changes format from Classic Country to Country WNTC FM 91.3 Scottsville, Kentucky changes calls to WPDQ FM, WROZ FM 101.3, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, changes format from not available to soft Christian, WQCS FM 88.9, Fort Pierce, Florida, changes format from classical to news talk, KOHO FM 101.1, Leavenworth, Washington, changes 
is a slogan from the Valley's Best Mix to KOHO 101, KWEE-FM 100.1, Dayton, Nevada. Changes a slogan from the X 100.1 FM to 100.1 WE-FM. Those are your call letter and format changes for this week for all things radio. I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a very good week. Whoa, that ended real quick. <laughs> I mean, quick. Well, yeah, that's so I'm sorry about, about that. WQCS, because uh, they were classical for years, and they were doing pretty good with it, I think. Well, you know what classical music does today? If it's commercial, it's not very popular these days. So, Right. What, what, what can you say? Yeah. But uh, I, it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the next few years with all these radio stations. I'm seeing... Like the one, the variety, the the one in, that we featured last week, WTHX in the in Dayton, Nevada. They just changed when we played the format change, basically, of that to a new variety. It's format. I'm wondering if the if it'll do well because I kind of like the original format they had before. So you know, you don't know. So that's all I can tell you. Okay, and uh, the next feature we have on the agenda is a feature on. WHO and this hey, tell us a little about Lee Martin. Did you do you remember him growing up, uh, Perry? Back then, I, I listened to him. Yes, in the eighties, he was a a he did just radio. He wasn't you know this typical talk or anything like that. He would any topic was was good. He would always open up the phones for anybody. And back then, the way that they did their shows is he didn't have a call screener. You when you called in, you went to him. Ooh. So you wow. know now they had delay, of course, the seven second yeah. thing. But yeah. you went to him. You didn't. He didn't have any screen topics. And um, what's what you're going to notice on this feature? This was radio the way it was done in those days. It, it, it's not the scripted talk that we hear today. It's radio that was done in those days that yeah. everybody likes. Did they play music back at that time? Still, they did. They did. Yes, he played some That's music it. too during his show. And what yeah. happened to him? What, where, where, did he get a better job somewhere? I believe he left the industry. Okay. Wow. Well, but I remember, though, he must have been the only show that played music because I thought in 88, WHO had gone mostly talk. They were, natural they were somewhat. Williams. They were some, at, at night, they were all talk. But they had, uh, he was in the like the middle of the mornings. You had Dave Campbell in the afternoon. He would play some music occasionally. So, um, yeah. You know, that was just good radio back then during the day. Yeah, BZ was playing music in the mornings, and they would play maybe three or four songs an hour in the mornings, and then the rest of the day gradually got to be more and more talk until it went news with the uh, Gulf War. But, uh, you know, that and that's where Tom Bergeron, as I've told you, left uh, BZ. He was going to do the morning show. He had just taken it over and only did it about six weeks, and then he left because uh, they weren't going to have the morning show anymore. Well, and even back in those days, WHO would carry... On Saturday and Sunday afternoons during the summer before the Hawkeye started, they would carry the Cubs. So sometimes oh, cool. they would have rain delays, you know, during the afternoon. So this guy would play music during the rain delays. So mm-hmm. why don't we just listen to it and see what Lee Martin sounds like? Yeah, this this air check is courtesy of Perry Lester. So. Hey, Perry, you got on the board here, buddy. Here you go. And I just edited a little bit to cut it down to make it so it would fit in with our time constraints. So here we go. 
Geo on Des Moines News Station, 1040 WHO Radio. <sighs> mm-hmm. Had a bad dream last night. Uh-oh. Dreamed I spent 25 bucks to go to the uh, the Spinks-Tyson fight, mm-hmm. and I decided to go to the bathroom in the beginning of the first round. I figured I wouldn't miss much. <laughs> Like, those people who spend 25 bucks to watch a bunch of bad uh, prelims and then watch those guys go at it for, what, 92 seconds last night? 91 seconds, and uh, the thing I saw in the, in the paper said something like uh, Tyson landed, what, 28 punches or something in that minute and a half? Yeah, where is that? Just a sec. And they're like, you, you want to talk about, you know, somebody should go up to Spinks today and say, what's your name, what day is it, you know? 23 punches for Tyson, 10 for Spinks. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's scary. <laughs> That's absolutely scary. I don't know. You know, I think if somebody wanted to pay me $13 million to get beat up, I think I'd probably take the money. Stand there Tyson, for- Tyson made $20 million, Spinks made $13 million. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you know, if you want to offer me $13 million to get pummeled, I'd take it. It's not even a decent pummeling. I mean, a minute and a half. <laughs> I mean, you I'd know. even go three rounds for $13 million. Heck, I'd even go five rounds for $13 million. Five rounds? Yeah. If you want me to take a punch, though, or if you want me to throw a punch, that's an extra, <laughs> extra couple million or two. Yes. And, you know, my punches is just like, <laughs> you know, oh, wow, a breeze just went by. You'd be sitting there running around the ring in circles, you know, <laughs> trying to survive like an old Three Stooges cartoon or something. <laughs> Uh, what was that, uh, the one where Curly had to hear three blind mice? That's right, that, he had to hear three blind mice. Now we're talking about crazy. classy TV here, folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he plays three blind mice, then he'd go and he'd beat up anybody. That's right, okay. With me, it's uh, All Along the Watchtower by Jimi Hendrix. You'll have trouble finding that on loudspeakers and things. Yeah, true, true, I can understand that. All right, look, today on the mm-hmm. show here, if all goes well in about 20 minutes, we're going to have uh, Tom Poston and or mm. Tim Conway. Ooh, an and or. An and or. Okay. They were supposed to come together, but now I hear may just only be one of them in studio in studio alive and uh, kicking and we'll talk to them take your phone call so should be all right thanks for telling us we can vacuum and clean up down here yeah and uh take a shower will you we'll do that too yeah please do (laughs) thank you kevin 912 with lee martin on 1040 who radio 1040 WHO Radio. That's love. Jim Capaldi record. It's a Jim Capaldi music, too, for that matter. 915 with Lee Martin. Good morning Tuesday and another hot one into the blast furnace. 95 today, but a chance of rain tonight. And we will keep our fingers crossed. If you'd want to win a perfect picnic pack from Hy-Vee Food Stores and a pair of tickets to Adventureland, and you need to play along in the WHO pack a picnic game, this is the name of the picnic item. Write it down, and later on in the hour, I'll ask what the hourly picnic item is. You'd be the right caller at 284 1040 and you'll win the picnic pack this hour's item is pie write that down pie and we'll give you a chance to win the pack of picnic coming up uh, between now and 10 o'clock here at WHO Radio. Hi, you're on the air. What can I do for you? Good morning, Lee. How do you feel this lovely morning? Imri, Imri. Why not the picnic item Hungarian goulash? <laughs> I know, but that's so messy. That could get so messy down there unless you're using Tupperware, right? Uh, there you go. Now, now, look. Now, in your family, do you make Hungarian goulash like really serious you stuff with, with, with a ton of with a ton of spice in it and everything? Everything and a lot of paprika. A lot of paprika. Probably a lot of garlic, too, huh? Uh, oh, yes, yes. Garlic is good for you. Yeah, I know. It, it, uh, <laughs> it's an aphrodisiac, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's how I get women. I eat a lot of garlic, and I, and I breathe on them. Oh, yeah. And oh, they say, Lee, I love you. you. step back about three, four feet. Oh, my goodness, what happened to you? <laughs> 
Emery with uh, the National Cultural Exchange. What's going on these Not days? All, uh, Lee, uh, we are still desperately looking for family for French and Spanish boys, 13 through 18, you know, uh, mm-hmm. from July 29 to August 25th, and also boys and girls between the age of 16 to 18 from all over the world on a school year program. All right, now explain, let's let's do the summer program first. This is just for uh, for summer, right? Just for the yes, 30 sir. days of the summer. And go ahead and tell them what happens during uh, those 30 days. Uh, this is a summer exchange program, NUSEL Cultural Exchange, which is 31 years old, and I've been working with them for 22 years. Uh, the host family responsibility provides room and board and loving care. Accept that student as a member of the family. And then next year, automatically, but the parents of the student extend invitation for the uh, American brother or sister in the following summer. Now, right right now, the, my wife in St. Louis, uh, Lambert uh, Field Airport, sending a plane load of beautiful Americans, 747-4 of Americans overseas, and 80% of them are invited by the parents of the student whom they hosted previous summer. See, that's not bad at all. Now, if, if you decide to have one for the summer, uh, it's just a, a roof over their head and feed them, right? They have exactly. their own spending money? Exactly. Uh, provide room and board and loving care. Uh, I had several family uh, said, well, Emery, just tell them, you know, just extra, one extra mark to feed and and uh, bed. That's all, you know. And that's the way, a real typical Midwestern way, just one extra mark to feed, you know. And, <laughs> and, uh, and we are desperately looking for families. Okay, and uh, these are all good kids. None of them have any legal records or anything oh, like no, that. No, no, no. We stream them very carefully, and uh, uh, and also our families can be all social and economical background. You know, uh, many years back, in 1976, former Governor Ray, he had one of our young chaperones, and down to the packing house worker, a construction worker, people in our walk of life, host an exchange student. You know? mm, yeah, well, it sounds just fantastic. Also, need them during the year, and if you want further information, how do they get in touch with uh, you? Just give a call for us, 1-800-356-9365. And you remember, Lee, we used to be in Waterloo, Iowa, and I had to move to St. Louis, Missouri, uh, which is St. Charles, Missouri, because all our charter flights now coming into St. Louis and leaving from St. Louis, many of them. I used to date a girl from St. Charles, Missouri. Oh, that's a beautiful little town. It's a cute but, little you know, town. Uh, Lee, my heart is in Waterloo, Iowa. Uh, and, and, well, you spend a lot of time in the state, too. You get back here. You bet. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm charge of all Iowa, you know. And um, I love the people in Iowa. They were beautiful to me. I'm never able to stop to say that, how beautiful they were when I came as a Hungarian refugee. Mm-hmm. I hear what you're saying. Emery, I hope you have a lot of people. If you're interested, you can get in touch with Emery at 1-800-356-9365. If Emery isn't there, Lena will talk to you. And uh, good to talk to you again, my friend. Thank you, my dear friend. We'll Bye-bye. talk to you soon now. Bye-bye. It's 9.20 from WHO Radio. I'm supposed to... 9.22, WHO Radio's three-day weather forecast with Dr. Joe in charge. Sunny today with a high of about 95. Tonight, partly cloudy, a chance of rain and a low of 70. And then for tomorrow, partly cloudy, a slight chance of rain early and a high of 85. For Thursday, mixed clouds and sun and 83. Uh, it's very pleasant out there right now. 48, the humidity. Or, uh, yeah, it's the humidity, isn't it? Wind south at 10. We have sunny skies and 74. And remember, you're never more than a few minutes away from the next three-day forecast here at 10.40. WHO Radio. 922, you got something you'd like to talk about. 284-1040 is the number here at WHO Radio. 1040 WHO Radio with Kenny Rogers. 
Going back to his youth, sings back in the old town there. 74 degrees, 926 at Lee Martin. Baseball from yesterday, Chicago Cubs over Philadelphia 2-1. They are now, uh, they've won nine out of their last 12, and they're six games out in first place. Let's see what else we have here. L.A. over Houston 4-0. It was Montreal beating St. Louis 6-3 in 14 innings. Uh, St. Louis has lost a bunch in a row. They're not doing very well. Pittsburgh over New York 2-1. San Diego beats Cincinnati 9-2, and San Francisco over Atlanta by a score of 10-9. In American League action, Baltimore beat Toronto 6-2. It was uh, Boston over Cleveland 9-5. California you beat Minnesota 16-7, Detroit over the Yankees 6-3, Kansas City beat the White Sox 2-1, and Seattle over Texas 6-3. Cubs have lost five in a row. They just have had their problems on this road trip. They lost to Rochester 9-2. They traveled to Toledo tonight, where they seem to have pretty good luck with in uh, in recent times here. Mike Tyson fights. Mike uh, Tyson floor spinks. <laughs> 91 seconds into the fight. Mike Tyson got $20 million for it. That's $734 million per hour and $219,000 $780.21 per second. Michael Spinks got $13.5 million. That's $534 million per hour and $148,351.64 per second. And you thought you were in the wrong business, huh? Why not? Tom Watson won the Amanda VIP. He had a 65. He defeat Fuzzy. He beat uh, Fuzzy Zeller uh, by one shot. Fuzzy won the car, though. He was uh, he landed his tee shot 6 feet 11 and 3 eighths inches from the pin on the 13th hole over at Finkbind in Iowa. City. Today's the NBA draft. Uh, you know, I've read about four or five different things here. Danny Manning is the number one. Uh, they're talking about Grayer going in the first round. Somebody said Grayer will go in the second round. Somebody said Grayer will go in the third round. I don't know. We will see what happens. He's definitely one of the better uh, guards around. And well, that starts at 11 o'clock this morning. And uh, LaFesta Rhodes is up for the draft this year, too. Uh, who else do we have? Those are uh, some of the major ones involved from Iowa State. Iowa State had a good year for the drafters. Uh, Jeff Moe is up for the shooting guards, and he is listed as one of the tops. Well, whatever the case may be, we will hear about it uh, as soon as the draft is supposed to start, I believe, at 10 o'clock this morning or 11 o'clock this morning. One of the two, and as soon as one of them goes, we will let you know about it, all right? Complete look at sports, though, at 1230 with uh, Larry Kotler, and then uh, this afternoon on the Brian O'Brien Show right here on Des Moines News Station, 1040 WHO Radio. 930 straight down with Lee Martin on 1040 WHO Radio. We'll uh, check markets here about 935, and then after that, if all goes well, we'll have Tom Poston and or Tim Conn way in the studios. They're in town tonight for uh, the beginning of their run of the Odd Couple at the Civic Center. We will check in with them in uh, hopefully the next 10-15 minutes, as a matter of fact. Bob Breedlove sitting in 7th place. Nice picture of him in uh, the metro section of today's register. He is uh, late Monday, 236 miles behind the leader. And uh, the leader had reached Clarksburg, Clarksburg, West Virginia, 11 o'clock Monday night and was doing about 333 miles per day. Uh, there are uh, let's see here. Do, 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 do. There are 15 riders left. Breedlove is in seventh place. It uh, began June 19th and it's supposed to end in Washington D.C. So they're getting there, and that's that's something else. Just remember, just remember the next time you walk upstairs and you're wheezing. Just remember this guy has gone. He's going to go 3,100 miles on a bicycle. Isn't that amazing? Something else.
Summertime music on 1040 WHO Radio. Let's take you back to 68 for Diana and the Supremes. Show Radio Heat and Drought Information Center. I'm Lori Grove. Okay, thanks, Lori. Another update soon on WHO Radio. Earlier this hour, I gave you the name of a picnic item. Caller number 7 to 284-1040 who can tell me what that picnic item is. We'll give you the perfect picnic pack from Hy-Vee Foods and a pair of tickets to Adventureland. And we'll register you to win the grand prize of a deluxe weekend in Kansas City, including a one-night stay at the Western Crown Center. Four tickets to Oceans of Fun and Worlds of Fun and a deluxe picnic from High V and the grand prize on uh, July 11th. Call number seven who can tell me what the picnic item was I gave you earlier. 284-1040 or if you're outside the local calling area, 1-800-342-4489. Give me a call. Good luck. Call number seven's a winner at WHO Radio. Weeks use only as directed. All right, 936 from WHO Radio. Hi, who's this? This is John. John, what are you doing, pal? I'm working on watches. Working on watches? Right. Uh, what do you do to them? I clean them. Oh, okay. Where you work at? Uh, John's Watch and Clock Repair. Must be yours, huh? You bet. Ah, all right. Self-made man. John, what was the picnic item? Pie. Yeah, pie it is. You were caller seven. You got the correct answer. And you got the perfect picnic pack from Hy-Vee Food Stores. Try to say that about 13 times quickly. <laughs> no way. And we'll get you entered for the uh, the grand prize, all right? Sounds good. Hang on. I'll get your dress. Another chance for you to win with Brian Oak this afternoon from 2 to 6 right here at WHO Radio. 9.37. Hello? <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Oh, somebody forgot again. All right, it's 9.37 from WHO Radio, and uh, we'll see if we can get somebody to read some markets for us coming up next right here. All the exclu- well, we don't have anybody here to read the markets for us this morning. <laughs> How embarrassing. Uh, well, we will get them for you at some point soon here, all right? I promise. WHO's three-day forecast. From meteorologist Joe Sobel, sunny today with a high of 95. Tonight, partly cloudy, a chance of rain and a low of 70. 40%, which is better than usual. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, a slight chance of rain and 85. And for Thursday, cloudy and 83. In Des Moines right now, nice day, 74, with Boz Skaggs on 1040 WHO Radio. 1040 WHO Radio, that's Boz Skaggs. And heart of mine. 942, Lee Klein goes out of town for three days, and all of a sudden he gets mental a- apoplexy <laughs> and, and just plain forgets. I'm ready to go so now. So what, like you were talking on the telephone? Ah, come on, come on. Don't don't tell everybody our secrets, huh? He was talking on the telephone, and he plump forgot. <laughs> I was talking to Louis Thompson. Uh, he's a, a longtime uh, meter, a weather watcher at Iowa State University. He's former associate dean of Iowa State, and he's going to talk weather at uh, 1220. Okay. interesting things to say about El Nino. Okay. I, I, I feel better about that. It's better than I would think that you were late because you were sitting there talking to your wife on the phone. No, no, it's business. All right. Nine, I got so absorbed. 943, better late than never, Mr. Lee Klein. Thank you. 946 with Lee Martin on 1040 WHO Radio. If you have something you'd like to talk about, 284-1040 is the telephone number. That's 284-1040. And if you're outside the local calling area, 1-800-342-4489. All right, I think I figured out what I'm going to do after my last day here. The Silver Nugget Casino and RV Park having a foreclosure auction. This is kind of interesting. Maybe this will be my next job. Uh, they're, they're supposed to... It's it's the Casino and RV Park in North Las Vegas. It's a three-level casino building for slot, 21 craps, roulette, kino, bingo, pan, and poker play. There's the gaming casino. There's executive offices. There's a bar, a lounge, gift shop, video arcade, uh, steakhouse, restaurant, and banquet facilities. And added on to it, 
155 space full hookup silver nugget RV park included in the site. 20 acres of commercially zoned land, 4 p.m. bankruptcy court. Uh, you have to uh, proceedings subject to the confirmation of U.S. bankruptcy court 4 o'clock on the day of the sale. Uh, so if you have nothing to do and you got a couple million that you're not using, Wednesday, July 27th at the <laughs> is when they're doing this. I think it'd be kind of neat. Be a new and exciting business. Go over there and uh, get hooked up and get five free uh, get five free uh, uh, slot machine tokens. What do you think? It's just a thought. Nine forty seven from WHO Radio. I, I, this ad was sitting in here in uh, in USA Today this morning. Oh well. All right, let's check the box office. Roger Rabbit number one by a long shot, and it is a great movie. Go ahead and take it. It is. Go ahead and go see it. And stand in line for it. It is just beautiful. Uh, the other top films big in second place with Tom Hanks seven point two million, John Candy and uh, Dan Aykroyd in The Great Outdoors third place with six point one two million, Red Heat in fourth place with six point one one million, Crocodile Dundee had five point two million, and uh, Bull Durham right behind with five point one million. As all of a sudden the thrill was worn up on that. Everybody else is going to see other ones. That was supposed to be a big money device there. Gee, Rambo 4. No, what are we up to? Rambo 3, I guess. Rambo 3 is nowhere to be found in the top 10 list. It's still in town, though. Today's cheap night. We'll tell you a little later on what's going on in uh, in terms of movies if you want to go out tonight and catch one. It's going to be, you know, one of these warm ones. You, if you don't have air conditioning, a good way to beat it. But Who Framed Roger Rabbit? We talked about it yesterday. It is a great movie. It's nothing short of spectacular. You should just fall over people and try to go see it. I think you'll enjoy it. 949 from WHO Radio. Uh, well, we're supposed to have Tom Poston and Tim Conway, one or the other, or both. And uh, hopefully they'll come along here pretty soon. And if not, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll think of something to do. I'm not worried. But in the meantime, you got something you want to talk about? Two eight four ten forty is the number. Put them on. And never a dull moment with Jay Z tonight on the radio five thirty here at WHO. Uh, Seventy four is our temperature. We're looking for a high today of about ninety five under sunny skies. But a couple of fronts will push together, and maybe some of these parched crops will get a little action tonight. Partly cloudy, a chance of rain, forty uh, percent, which is pretty good for what we've had recently. Seventy, and for tomorrow. Partly cloudy, a slight chance of rain early, and a high of 85. Then for Thursday, clouds and sun, kind of a mixed year and a high of 83. Right now, we are looking at 74, and you're never more than a few minutes away from the next WHO Radio three-day forecast here at 1040 WHO Radio. There you go. There you go. Wow. Certainly days of radio that you don't see too much anymore. You don't see that anymore. That's true. The guy was struggling, though, wasn't he? Because he didn't get anybody to read his market reports. And, and the guests that was supposed to be I don't know if the guests show ever yep. showed up. Yeah. Or, and that happened. Now, now the, the, obviously, the guy that did the markets was Lee Klein. He was a WHO for many, many years um, doing that farm, you know, the farm broadcasting that is so popular in the Midwest. Um, the news guy that he was talking to was Kevin Teal, who worked in the news department back in those days. So his audio wasn't. So good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, it's just a shell of what it, what, it, what it was back in the day, and you know, just like this. But that's you could say that about a lot of oh, radio stations. Are. Yeah. Yeah, it's just everybody. Yes. I mean, it, and we got Walter Swank, and I'll get to you in one second here. Uh, unmute yourself, Walter. Hi there. Uh, Walter, uh, no, hey, Walter. We're all high tonight. Go ahead, Walter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, that, was very, that was very good. Uh, that, yes, that was very reminiscent of uh, how radio should be. Yeah. And I can, uh, and if you allow me to be Chris here a little bit, that was around 1988. <laughs> Yeah, because it was talking a lot about uh, 
Mike Tyson. It was June 28th to be exact. Oh, okay. Uh, and he well, said Tuesday, and that was that a Tuesday. Him, and, he was in, and, and he was talking so much about the rain back in those days. Remember, that was the late 80s when the Midwest had the big farm, you know, the droughts in those days. Yeah, so that was that was a, that was really good, and uh, yes, uh, that Jim Capaldi one—that's a—that's a lost hit. <laughs> Again, what what would you call that format, uh, Bernie? I would call it soft adult contemporary. That's what I would call what they were doing. Something oh like yeah, that. yeah, and yeah. and they—it seems like a lot of times stations like that played music just so they could. Uh, Kind of yeah, ready for something else. Yeah, and the, and the other part of the problem is like, like the like if they played the Jim Capaldi song, but that wasn't a really big hit. And the Boz Skaggs song, whoever heard of that one? You know, yeah. was another, that was, yeah. they, they played these they played these things, to, to, but they sounded terrible. What can I say? I love Jim Capaldi. That was a great song. The, the one that they played on that station, you mean? Yeah. Or the because uh, I remember the original, the other one that was a big hit, but I forgot I forgot the name of the song, but it was a real big hit, which That's I liked. Love. But the, wasn't quite as in, impressed with with the later with what other one. Uh, but anything else, Walt? Okay, Al's back though. Well, I know he's back, but we gotta have to charge him. Go ahead, Al. <laughs> Unmute yourself. I was gonna tell him he has to pay for the yeah, extra charge, time. Uh, I'll give another quarter just for the phone. Yeah. Here. But anyway. <laughs> I remember that uh, the, the Monday night when the Indians uh, got uh, beat by Boston nine to five. I oh, okay. That, I believe who was it? Uh, uh, who was the pitcher for Boston? The uh, knuckleball guy. Oh, um, Tim Wakefield. Uh, right. No, not yet. Not yet. Wakefield, I don't think was there yet. Eighty-eight. Um, uh, Al Nipper threw a knuckleball once in a while. I'm yeah. not sure. I don't think Wakefield was there yet. Maybe was. was. I got my mother in baseball back in the '80s, and and then, you know she was uh, had health issues, so I was staying with her. And then she she and I watched baseball a lot. And I remember that night. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's remember, good. Yeah, the Red that. Sox. Actually, that was an interesting year for the Red Sox. Because what happened was they fired John McNamara right after the All Star break and hired Joe Morgan. Uh, the uh, Walpole Joe, we call him, you know, and uh, he was uh, not the guy that was the uh, Cincinnati Red and all that. He won 19 out of his first. Um, Roger Clemens, that's who it was. Oh, he wasn't a knuckleballer. Yeah. He was a yeah, fastballer. I thought, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember the name, Roger Clemens. Yeah, Roger had a good year that year. Anyway, they came, they won 19 out of 20 and came from about third or fourth place to win the division and then got swept by the eighth. So, all right. Thank you, Al. Thank you very much. But one thing I I liked about it because like I said I got I only heard WHO at night so at night it was all talk and all you know it was, it was kind of neat hearing the mixed in music and talk and like I said four of those six movies I was familiar with of course Who Framed Roger Rabbit Big Bull Durham and Crocodile Dundee I mean, the three and four movie I wasn't really oh yeah, Crocodile was like, Dundee was a great film and Who Framed Who Framed oh, Roger that was Rabbit a great movie. That was a very good film. Who, I loved yeah. it. I'm not. I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. That's a great, yeah, great, I love, great. Yeah, I, loved, <laughs> I loved all four of those movies. I mean, that was just. And he's talking like that. You know, the, the farm, the market reporter. He was on the phone and got distracted, and he's like, "Oh uh, uh, well." Now, how about a bunch- I wonder did did Tom, did Tim Conway and them ever show up? I wonder. We really don't know. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. As Hugh Brenner said in the, as Hugh Brenner said in the King and I, tis a puzzlement. So we never know. <laughs> yeah, it was a very early morning referred, out in the West Coast. He referred to to an afternoon show, Brian O'Brien. I don't remember that particular show though. So I don't remember. Brian, when was the last time you heard somebody coming on at five thirty in the afternoon? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Now, the, the Z, when he heard, heard the Z on the radio, he was referring to Jim Zobel, who at the time was uh, one of the three Iowa Hawkeyes announcers. Iowa, for the longest time, had three different 
and actually a lot more than that for a while, but they had three major announcers doing their games, and of course, in the mid-90s, they had to merge them all, mm-hmm. So, but Jim Zabel was one of the big ones. Oh, I remember well, him quite well. How about if we talk about WMEX, because uh, this gonna is going to be the usual one. Chris, you know all about this radio station. Yeah. I got tons of air checks. This is a time, I'm going to, June 17th, 1971, AM radio is is really having to compete with FM radio. It's a, it, 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 They can't forget about FM radio at this point. And they have to realize that it's, that AM, FM is here to stay. And WMEX, uh, uh, who, I think John Garabini, I'm not sure if he was the program director of Bud Ballou yeah. at that time. He so was. They had to, he was they had to come right. out with an idea of a format. Didn't do well, but I got to give John credit for doing something that was different. And I think you had to find it as a different way of presenting top 40 oldies and album cuts so i think yeah, quite it, did, it did well with the people we all listened first of all it was uh, the transmitter was right here in quincy so it, it came in real well down here but we all all of us got people that all our friends listened to again all but, the time but the, we, your friends didn't have the rating books back then so no we did did not do well in the ratings but i still thought it was pretty interesting go ahead bill all right we're ready to go jeff this week, how about a trip back in time to June 17th, 1971, and we're going to hear a radio station that is different than any other radio station I've played in a long, long time. The radio station is WMEX, and yes, while it was a top 40 radio station in the 60s, the radio station is certainly sounding much different than it did back then. The radio station is trying to compete with Boston's FM radio stations, so you get to hear a little top 40, some oldies, and some album rock as well. The radio announcer you're going to hear is John Garabedian. So without further ado, sit back and enjoy WMEX AM from June 17th, 1971 on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Good afternoon, everybody. This is John H. This afternoon is Survey Day. The new music, 30 of Boston. The hits, the albums, the oldies. Stick around. Bob Dylan's number 30. What's the matter with me? survey of the top 30 hit songs of Boston. Now, this afternoon, as you know, if you've been listening, we not only play the top 30 hit songs, we also play the top 15 oldies. This week, we're doing one year ago this week, and we're going to get into the top 10 albums this week in Boston, too. All the new music, all the hits, all the time. And then the Axis is Mountain's number 15 song from a year ago, Mississippi Queen. Now, women. that record. That's Mississippi Queen on MEX. And that, as you know, is the number 15 oldie from a year ago. Now we're up to the number 29 hit song of this week on the new music survey at MEX. Stephen Stills, Changing Partners. album Ram, which has to be one of the best albums of 1971. 
Sales makes this great Ram album sale for one week only, $2.99. Ram by Paula Linda McCartney at all three Leechmere stores, Danvers, Dedham, and Cambridge, for the spectacular sale price of just $2.99. It's for one week only, Tuesday, June 22nd, $2.99 at Leechmere Sales. 213 at MEX with John H. And a good friend over the years. We've had our ups and downs, but we're still playing together. Steven Stills. Like we say, you found the new music on 1510. Today is survey day. We're doing the new music top 30 hit songs of Boston, the top 15 oldies of a year ago, and the top 10 albums. The number 10 best-selling album in Boston this past week, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, Four Way Street. This is 49 Bye-Byes. Street album. This week's number 10 best-selling album in Boston. If we run down the survey of the hits, the albums, and the oldies on MEX, home of the new music. 219 with John H. The number 28 song in Boston this week on the new music, 30, Paul McCartney. I look high, I look low, I look Cinema Boston and Meadow Glen Drive-In in Medford. Sunday by bringing him to Brigham's and buying one for yourself. And you can get him lots of little kisses. Brigham's new saltwater taffy kisses, 79 cents a pound. Happy Father's Day from Brigham. It was one year ago this week, WMEX premiered a brand new record that had swept Europe, being the number one song over there in almost all the countries, France, Spain, England, and a guy from Spain by the name of Miguel Rios. One year ago this week at WMEX, you'll remember a song of joy, the number 14 record. Music Top 30 Songs of Boston. 
Simon and Garfunkel. The song is America. America's many things to many people. Simon and Garfunkel's song comes from their old bookends album. It's the new release. They put Keep the Customer Satisfied on the other side, which is from the Bridge Over Troubled Waters album. And America means things like Ohio. We're taking you back one year for this song, a record that was only played in Boston on WMEX. One year ago this week, it was the number 13 song. Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. The hits, the new music on MEX. The survey day, the top new music survey hits of this week, the top selling albums, and the oldies too. Stay tuned. 241 on MEX. On WMEX Survey Day this afternoon. Coming up next, the number 24 song, 252, with John A. Steve McQueen. Take Don't miss Steve McQueen in Le Mans. Exclusive engagement now at the Music Hall, Tremont Street, Boston. Hello, hello, hello. Someone pick up the phone, please. Uh, just will we answer that? Hello, Hilda. What's happening? 498 list, just 269. Everybody's talking about it. Carly Simon album, 299. The new Climax. Band 299 at all music cities and cheap thrills.
from Boston's new Music Top 30 survey, the number 22 song. Once Upon a Time. Number 22 this week in the new Music Top 30 hit songs of Boston, Rolling Stones. The number 8 best-selling album this week in Boston is Carly Simons at MEX. This is a cut from it. Hello, listen. This afternoon at MEX, John H. is 323. One year ago this week at MEX, that's Who Child, Five Stair Steps, 328 with John H. Garabedian. Reminding you, if you'd like to get your own copy of WMEX's official brand new music survey, it's going to soon be in the stores. We want to get it to you first, though, so to get your free copy, just send a self-addressed stamped envelope to New Music Survey, WMEX, Boston. Boston's tuned up to 1510 WMEX, first with the new music. This week on the hit list, number 21. Music survey, top 30 of Boston. Do you know what I mean?
changes and you have found the new music. time june 17th 1971 and you got to hear radio station wmex am and the radio announcer john garabedian now if you have any comments concerning this part of the program why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail the email address here is jeff that's j-e-f-f jeff at allthingsradio.net or you can call that feedback line 24 hours a day seven days a week at 800-693-0595 that's 800-693-0595 and at option two for the podcast team for all things radio live i'm jeff bennett a good wow. concept, but there were real problems with it. I mean, it's, it's, it, I, it, I think it sounded good. If you're into radio and you're into that, like Chris, I know you were into it, but yep. it just was not a, a commercial, commercially saleable. Well, RKO, RKO ruined uh, rock radio in Boston. You know, they came in with the Drake format and dumbed it down. And you well, know, I, say, I, I, I disagree with you there. I think well, Drake did a really good job with radio. Got it down to the point where they Always. played the music, and I oh I I love Drake, and I will I will defend him yeah. till the day I die. Yeah, but we had better radio stations than that, but people accepted the lowest common well, denominator, and that's what people do. Well, that was but not a good they station. Better. It wasn't a good station, and it wasn't better. It, it, had, it had a good sound. If, if you like, if you like what they did, that that was that was good for you, and I get that, Chris. But yeah. the problem is they had so many different kinds of music playing. That, it, that the minute you've got something you wanted to hear, you got to hear something you didn't want to hear, and everyone tuned out. Exactly. Go ahead, Bernie. I'm sorry. Well, well I, I think I understand what I understand what Chris oh. is saying, and I respect that. But I think that when you say uh, a station is better, then you got to look at the ratings and the overall ratings of what determine what's better. I mean, you personally, and I know I don't like what's number one. I never have, but uh, that station was so. Hard to follow. I mean, like I oh, love yeah. a lot of the songs on that station, but I, do, I don't yeah. love them next to other songs that, that were played. And he also, John Garavitti was obsessed with surveys. <laughs> they yeah. even tried yeah. something a few years before when I was up there. A music dawn every few hours. In fact, yep. when Duffy used to have it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That was, it was 68 or so. Yeah. With right. our it music sound, for an it hour. It kind of disjointed uh, to me. Yeah. And I like, I like a lot of the songs. And I, I like a lot liked of the that music. station. I would have liked that station back then. Possibly. Yeah, well, that but was the now, thing. But, but now yeah. it sounds. It's, you know, and I don't know how much I would have listened to it because. Uh, some of the stuff that Carpenter stuff they played, I would I could have done without that. I mean, but then again, uh, yeah, and it but it was a big but hit. It, but, but the it problem was, you know, is, it, it didn't fit with the rest of the songs. That that was the whole problem yeah. with the format. Yeah, and the, and and the, right. that was an album cut that was not that maybe played on some rock stations. I know WABC and 
and a lot of the times LS and some of the they didn't play that song. It was not. It was not. No, a, I never it, heard it. It, it was an album. No, what he what he had to do when he did the albums, of course, he was he was playing songs from the albums that he didn't normally play, and that's what made the album right. part of it. That's and, like, and, and, so and again, I got to get. And I'm not trying to pick, pick on you because I got to give him credit because it was a radio station. Fifty thousand watts, great signal during the day. Goes nowhere at night. I mean, it just that's right. It went, and, yeah, it went down to five thousand at night. And and, wow. and and the problem, and that's the problem they had. Walter, go ahead, please. Yes, um, and there. And you get the, about... you get charged the extra quarter too, Walter. Just like yeah. Al. Did. Yeah, yeah, Al too. Yeah. How do I get? How, how do I get charged? Yeah. Uh, well, you live close to the, you live close to the Perry now. You can get it from him. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Give it to Perry anyway. Uh, something else about John Garabini, he was also the one who did, I don't know if he, he who uh, started and did the program uh, uh, Open House Party. Yeah. It, it, it was his, yeah, it was his brainchild. Yeah. Yep. That was his, that was, and he also, yeah. he also pioneered a local TV station in Boston, I believe it was channel 56 or 66, I'm sorry. Six, uh, they did, 66, yeah. They did music yeah. videos, and mm-hmm. you didn't see a commercial television station doing that kind of thing, and he did that, so. Yeah. I he mean, also put on his own station after he was fired from MEX in November when Mac Richmond died. He uh, started, uh, it didn't take him long, just a year, he had a station going in Natick at 1060 on the Dow Daytimer, but it was like that. It was a very good station. I listened to it all the time. So, uh, you know, he gave us a good alternative to the stuff that was being played other places, well, and that was good. And what you did, you had, you had your Drake stuff on, on RKO, which a lot of people liked, and then you had the FM, and he was just trying to... Yeah, he was and Bud Ballou left uh, MEX in August of that year uh, to go to WVBF, so that didn't help, you know. No, so, and he was very... He was very talented. It's unfortunate, sad as heck, that that Bud Ballou died I, way, I would, way I, too young. Go ahead, Ben Bernie. I would tend to, uh, I would tend to disagree a little bit about the fact that AM was going away in 1971. Uh, I think AM was king in 1971, and Top yeah. 40 Radio on AM was king. I mean, FM was just starting to make inroads. Right there, so yeah, it, but I, yeah. it depend, I depend on what I think it depended on what city you were in, Bernie, and that's we're the not, problem. Yeah, right. I think, oh, uh, I know. I'm, I think FM came a little faster here because people had it because they of the college stations and stuff. So well, it was a little BCN further too. further along and BCN oh. and, and you know VBF picked up with that uh, electronic mama format in seventy one July. So yeah, they were they were starting to you know feel the feel the heat and uh, but, but RKO Gary, was Gary, still up there. Uh, the other the other thing that made AM, that made a FM great I mean popular is that at one time you could build just an AM radio. But but by then, by the nineteen set by early nineteen seventies, I mean I think with they couldn't just sell AM AM only radios. You had to have that's FM right. in the radio, yeah. and that's what right. and that's what that's where the FCC, um, in its wisdom, got FM going because you know, you know people would have never thought about FM if it wasn't for the fact no. that they a back in nineteen sixty six forced AM and FM stations to separate their programming. The same thing and with B, the TVs with UHF, you know, did right. the same and, thing and at then, the same time. And then yeah. and then B. Uh, getting the manufacturers to um, put AM and all F- a- AM and FM in their radios. Well, you know what, yep. Bill? I think it's time to hear John. And you know what? What do you do with the radio when you're a radio uh, radio announcer and you've done all that? You buy radio stations and make money owning them. So that's right. So why don't we? I, I didn't make any money because I didn't own any radio stations. <laughs> so why don't we hear WKFY uh, Coffee on a t- yep. bunch of different frequencies? With covering the cape, uh, <laughs> coffee—it's a good, it's a pretty good little station. Yeah, it is. We're going to hear him in just a second. Here, thank everybody, thank you, panel, 
Thanks for all you do and make it so interesting. Divergence opinions are great. And Here I didn't mean to, to beat on you, Chris. I'm sorry, but you can beat no, on me next I, time. I, you'll never convince me it wasn't a better radio station, but I have voted for losing candidates in my time. So what do I oh, so you know? Before you go, believe hey, he, He's a... Re- He's the Red Sox fan. How many World Series did they lose for the Valley? Well, that's right. But now they're winning them, and they got a chance this year, too. So we'll see what happens. There you go. All right. This week, we're traveling to one of my favorite places, Cape Cod, Massachusetts. And this week and next week, we're going to feature two of the three radio stations owned and operated by Codcom Broadcasting. The radio station we're going to listen to, we featured back in 2014 when they were doing Christmas music. The station is WKFY-FM, licensed to East Harwich, Massachusetts. So without further ado, why don't sit back and enjoy the soft and easy sounds of radio station WKFY-FM on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. 100.5 Kids Style Coffee FM Day after day Coffee 100.5. On the lower cape, find us at 101.5. And on the upper cape at 103.5. FM. Well, we cannot let a morning go by without playing a little Elvis Presley. Wise men say and easy. Coffee FM. new special report a deal in the senate on saving the nation from default i'm deborah rodriguez lots of sunshine this afternoon and nice it'll be 65 to 70 clear overnight low 50s tomorrow sun mid 60s near 70 then lots of clouds on saturday it'll be breezy cool maybe a shower temps near 60 i'm more crescental back to more soft and easy favorites on coffee fm 
morning from Coffee FM. Let's go to our Coffee Artist of the Week this week. It's Michael Buble, sponsored by Entertainment Cinemas, Route 134 in South Dennis. FM. It's Percy Faith with a super thong called Theme from a Thumber Plate. Coffee FM. Coffee FM, where I cordially invite you to be caller 5 right now at 800-445-7499. Yeah, you'll be qualified for our Subway Weekly Winner Giveaway at Coffee FM. 100.5 100.5. On the lower cape, find us at 101.5. And on the upper cape at 103.5. right in here right after the CBS News at the top of the hour on Coffee FM. home for soft and easy favorites. Coffee FM.
KPXE Digital HD3. Good luck from Floors and Walls in Hyannis and Coffee FM. favorite starts now on Coffee FM. and easy coffee fm you want to listen for the keywords as well bill stevens just gave you one the 2k a day giveaway and if you missed it don't worry i'll give you another chance at three o'clock to get qualified to win two different thousand dollar cash prizes we do it every weekday for the 2k a day giveaway from floors and walls in hyannis and coffee fm well there you go soft and easy favorites heard on radio station wkfy fm and its fm translators the station is owned and operated by john Gary under the Codcom Broadcasting Company. However, John Garabedian is selling the radio stations, and I wanted to give you a feel for what radio sounds like on the Cape. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, what a limit about it by email or voicemail. For all things radio live, I'm Jeff Bennett. 